This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good afternoon, everyone. Shalom Aleichem. We're continuing in the Sefer at Sipis Yeshua. I want to thank my good friend, Rav Gedalia Schwartz, for sending out the reminders, because he reminded me to make sure to be on the shirt today. <laughs> okay, so uh, yesterday we began the third parak, and the Chavetz Chaim said that until now, we were discussing the obligation of awaiting the coming of Mashiach Mitzad HaSeichel, the logical obligation, where we look at Hashem's track record, everything He's promised us. When we were in Egypt, every single detail came true. So therefore, we, we based on that a proven track record, we know that, But now we're going to speak about the obligation from Chazal where Chazal tells that this is one of the primary questions that one is asked after 120. And yesterday, we learned a very powerful Psikta Rabasi, where HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to the Tzadikim, it's not good that you're doing, that you love the Torah, and you don't love my Malchus. Even Tzadikim that love the Torah, they will be demanded, they will be indicted, if they did not await the coming of Mashiach. In other words, it's not enough it's not enough to learn Torah. It's beautiful to learn Torah. It's wonderful to learn Torah. But it's not enough. A person has to couple that with being Mitzapel Yeshua. And yesterday we learned the Yalkut and Echa, that at the t- time of the Chorben, Hashem said to Yitzchak, don't say that maybe we won't return. There will be a generation that will be Mitzapel for my Malchus and they will be redeemed immediately. And yesterday we explained the Pasuk, V'yesh tikva la'acharisech, when you're mekaveh, when you await the end, then v'shavu banum l'gvula. In other words, what's holding up the gula is uh, not awaiting the Mashiach. The Rabbi Yaakov Emden writes that if we would only have this one Avera, that we don't await the gula, that alone is enough to prolong our galas. And now we're going to learn something um, very powerful. The Chavetz Chaim says, We all know that we are warned to distance from falsehood. Like it says, From a false word, distance yourself. Even if the matter is not outright falsehood. If there's even a small admixture of falsehood, of something that's not true, Gamkin Hushanu Bazah. We're also warned against this, as we see in the Gemara and Shuas Daflam and Aleph. Vizehu Afilum Humadabram Ishekemoisai. This warning that we're commanded to avoid even something which is slightly not fully true, is even if we're speaking to someone like ourselves, Nasibi. So certainly, let's say if we were speaking to the most eminent member of the Jewish people, the Kavachoimer ben Benoisho Kavachoimer, and all the more so. If one is speaking directly to God, oh boy, do you have to be careful not uh, to be careful not to speak falsehood. Like the Pasuk says in Tehillim, one who speaks falsehood will not be established before my eyes. So we know that MS is the hallmark characteristic of Hashem. We therefore have to distance ourselves 
it's not enough not to speak falsehood. We have to distance ourselves from it. And not just falsehood, even something which is uh, not completely true. And imagine, this, is, this applies even when speaking to an ordinary person. Well, the more so if you're speaking to a tzaddik, a gadol. And it goes without saying, if you're standing before God, how Hashem abhors falsehood. The Gemara and Chagiga tells us about the Arba Shenichnas Lepardes. They said, when you come to blue marble, don't cry out, water, water. Because that's falsehood. And upstairs, in front of Hashem, This is, even if you don't invoke the name of God in the matter that you're speaking, imagine if you invoke the name of God and you spoke to God and you lied. That's not a good idea. You certainly need great carefulness. Therefore, it is wondrous. How can we say three times a day? And we conclude, We say in Aleinu, Therefore we hope to you, Hashem our God, Lirois, to see swiftly the splendor of your might. Here it is, we say to God, Hashem, we're awaiting your redemption. And we say it by invoking two names of Hashem. Now, if in truth... We were awaiting that Hashem reveal Himself swiftly. Every person would have to prepare himself. To know the subject of the service of Hashem. All the halachas that are relevant to bringing karbanos and the Beis HaMikdash. Now, now the Chavetz Chaim brings in in the third chapter what he considers a fundamental aspect of awaiting the coming Mashiach, and that is learning and knowing what to do when Mashiach comes. How are you going to bring Karbanais? What? How are you going to be able to observe the Halachas and the Beis HaMikdash? Because if you're really awaiting the coming of Mashiach, then you need to prepare to know what to do. The dugma, Mitzah ben for example, if you were expecting and awaiting the king to come, even if you had, there was a remote possibility, wouldn't everyone be wouldn't they adorn the streets in his honor? Even if there would be a thousand streets in the city, maybe the king will travel down that road. So you're going to get that road ready. So therefore, it says the Chavetz Chaim, if we really are awaiting Hashem's arrival, then wouldn't we prepare ourselves to know the halachos that will be noigeadem? Because then all the laws will be relevant. If, if the learned people, if the sages don't know what to do, it's going to be shameful. So why is it that we don't learn the halachos of 
of uh, that will be relevant when Mashiach comes. You know why? It's only because with our mouths alone, we're speaking before Hashem something that has no semblance of truth. We tell God we're awaiting His arrival, but we actually do not mean it even in the slightest. We are totally not awaiting Hashem's arrival. Especially, specifically, to mention God's name in connection of this. When you think about yourself, you actually invoke God's name more than 40 times a week. Twice for Shachras, twice for Mincha, twice for Marev. And that means you're doing it 42 times a week. You're saying, Hashem Eloikeinu, I am eagerly anticipating your arrival. Actually, Hashem, I'm not really. I'm just saying these words because I'm on autopilot. Gimel Pamelenu, Uvechesh Bain Shana, in the course of a year, Humazgir Israel Payim, Shemay Sakdosh Lamaydavar. You're saying God's name more than 2,000 times for nothing. You're saying to Hashem that you're awaiting His arrival. And the truth is, you're not waiting at all. So, this behooves us to make good on our word. A word is a word. And if you're going to say that you're waiting, and if you're going to invoke Hashem's name, you better be actually waiting. And waiting means preparing. And what does it mean to prepare for Hashem's arrival? Preparing means to know what to do. And the only way to know what to do, says the Chavetz Chaim, is to be proficient in the halachos that will be noigea then. Okay, we'll pick it up tomorrow. Have an amazing evening. Kal Tav. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.